0: good day everybody good day good day hope everyone's having a great day Uh, whether we catch you in the morning getting your coffee, having some breakfast, getting stirring up, waking up, getting your mind together for a day, whether it's working or it's errands you got to run today, however you got to do it, or catching you halfway through your day when you are been through a few things, maybe some difficulties, but overall blessings, trying to get through it praying to God that you just make it through the day, All, also known as midday Madness, or where you're ending your day with your family eating dinner taking some time out relaxing calming down from a long stressful day however we're catching you you are now tuned into the blue book presented to you by secret ministries and hosted by your boy blue man guys we have had a fantastic couple of messages uh... I am 100% stoked on the messages because this is definitely something I myself enjoy talking about. Um, It's a beautiful thing when we're getting close to Pentecost. The birth of Christianity, which is May 31st, Um, we're getting very close to that. and the power of God is so real, and it's so magnificent. Uh, and, but it's so underrated because people today just don't tap in like they used to. I remember back in the day when I first got in the ministry. This is in the in the '90s, and I would see such revivals and such big groups of people just praying and. And just letting the Holy Spirit swirl like a tornado through the entire congregation or body of people. And a revival happened. And big revivals were going on. Because people were genuinely tapping into that Holy Spirit. Genuinely getting into it. And God was just moving in such a magnificent force. Today isn't so much like that you don't got a lot of uh people tapping into the lord that way i'm not saying it isn't happening but what i'm saying what i am saying is not, you're not as often or not as magnified or ma- in magnitude as it used to be which really breaks my heart because when you see revivals you know god is moving in some magnificent ways just absolutely magnificent ways um uh, but it's definitely a topic that takes time Uh, and I'm sure you know there's several different ministers around the world who have spoken on the Holy Spirit and what the power of God does Uh, you know and they've done huge lessons on this this is not anything new obviously under the sun but it is something that needs to be focused on because this is the power that God left us He left us the Holy Spirit so we can do these things and we can show people that God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are real. And this is the way to do it. It really is. Um, The title of this message today is called Aftershock. Uh, And for good reason, once we get into the Word here um, and really dig into it, we're really going to know what uh, the Aftershock is about. Um, just the power of God all together it's it's a wonderful thing Um, but before we get into all that we get into our pledge I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior from whom kingdom it stands one Savior crucified and coming again with live liberty for all who believe I always say that it's just a good thing to keep going mind on okay so it's important that we know what this aftershock is what what did the Holy Spirit do what was so big okay so what does it mean Peter John and other leaders of the church are in a room in Jerusalem okay praying for the strength to continue preaching the Word of God that's in Acts four twenty three through 30 word word is from the greek root word logos which means an idea a doctrine or a message john 1 1 indicates identifies jesus as the word of god here before the new testament book had been widely spread The word of God does not yet have the commonly understood meaning of scripture. Okay. It does mean the total message God means to give mankind though. This includes that Jesus is the son of God. That he is the savior and he rose from the dead and that he is the core of salvation pretty simple stuff nothing too complicated about that sometimes the Bible shows us people who are praying for things they already know God wants so you sometimes you, you get into prayer and you, God already wants that you're just saying it, but God already knows what he wants Daniel counted the years until it was God's t- time for God to restore Jerusalem and then prayed that God would make it happen as in Daniel 9:2 and Daniel 9 16 through 9 16 through 19. 16 through 19 okay, and Jesus, high priest prayer, Jesus asked God to guard the, te- the testimony of his followers, which was God's plan all along. So he already knew he wanted to protect this stuff. It's nothing new, nothing new the at all. Um, along all along, since that's in, in John 17 15. In the same way, the leader of the church in Jerusalem pray for the boldness to speak God's word and the signs to val- validate that, that teaching that's in acts 4 29 through 30 so they want the boldness they want to get out there and boldly speak I just talk about it I want to boldly boldly tell you what's going on okay if they know that this is God's will why would they pray for it I mean if you know it's what he wants why would you even speak about it praying for God's will Shows that we already we're ready to submit to His plan, so it's a it's a form of submission. When you pray for it, you're submitting what He already did, but you, it's it's your way of telling Him that I you get it, okay? It prepares our hearts for the changes about to happen. So basically, when you're praying for something, God already knows it's going to happen. It's a process of preparing your heart for it. like I'm I'm now that I prayed for it I'm willing to accept what I have to do to get to it I'm opening and softening my heart for whatever you want okay if this is the way of stepping forward to volunteer for his work this is yeah pretty much it is good to have a demeanor that is properly submissive to God to state that the willingness in words for a specific goal is the Pacific time this power so you, you're just waiting for God to do what God's going to do. You've, you've prayed for it, which means you're submitting yourself to it. You're preparing yourself to receive whatever's going to come. God already knows it's going to happen, but you're—he's waiting for your for you to submit. The Holy Spirit honors their request by making Himself evident in their midst. He's here, okay? So these guys are just praying and submitting. And the Holy Spirit settles down like this, like a mist. You just settle. Okay. They have been they have they have chosen a path of hardship, persecution, and martyrdom, Which is pretty hard stuff. The Holy Spirit will never abandon them and will continue to strengthen them until their work is finished. Later, when faced with danger, they will be able to look back at this moment and remember but both that their willingness and their assurance that God approved of their prayer. So, so basically, in other words, you're going. You pray for something. God already going, knows it's going to happen, but He's waiting for you to submit. So your prayer is like a submission, and then when you go through it, and you're dealing with what you're dealing with, the hardships and the de- and whatever it is you're dealing with. You can look back and say, Go, God's already, this is already, we're already blessed. God's already got it. It's evidence of him being there. So you can move forward knowing that no matter what you're going through, you prayed for it. God wants it. It's happening. But the hardship you're going through, God's with you. It's kind of like a reminder. Hey, I'm with you. Okay? Excuse me. All right. Alright, so before we get into the word, we always pray over our food, this is this is considered spiritual food, okay, meat and potatoes, alright, doesn't matter what version you read out of, it doesn't matter, we, we, whatever helps you, whatever helps you understand the word the best, that's what we're here for, okay, we'll be going through several different versions, if I don't happen to mention your version, not because we don't see it, but because it's, it lines up really well with what we're already reading um... if something changes in the translation, we'll definitely go over it and make sense of it. Okay. So, let's let's pray. Father, we thank you, Father. We thank you for letting us open the word again and read it, Father. We thank you for the time we spent with you, Father. We ask you to let the Holy Spirit inside the word, Father, so we can understand, articulate, and comprehend what you want us to know in this message, Father. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity. We ask you to lead us, guys, and direct us in your way and your word that the Holy Spirit may be here and be able to help us understand the message that you're pulling forward. In Jesus' Christ, in your name, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, Acts 4.31. Whether you're on your desktop, laptop, any device you may have, or the book itself, let's turn to page. Or, turn to Acts we're going to be in Acts, and we're going to be in verse uh, chapter 4, Acts 4, and verse 31. Okay, I'm reading out the Amplified, let's do it. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were assembled had shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they continued to speak with the word of God with freedom, boldness, and courage. Okay. This, the last part of this scripture really com- brings it home. Really brings it home. Okay. Speak the word of God. W O G. Word of God. With freedom, boldness, and courage. Okay freedom, boldness, and courage. Okay. What happened was the Holy Spirit came into the room where they were all assembled and the power was so strong that it shook. Shook. And it just embodied those people. Assembly. Assembly. And by doing that, what it did, see, people think that the, the the less times it speaks about something, the less significant it is. But if you know Bible well enough, you know that you know that even the even the 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 the, the topic of being saved is only spoken about a few times in the Bible. It's not like it's all over the Bible. So even that isn't spoken about all the time. This particular moment wasn't spoken about all the time. But the significance of it is so important for the power that God has given you to be able to do what you do that it needs to be studied all the time. Freedom to speak the word. It just so happens that we live in America. If you're watching this or listening to this in America. In America, we have the freedom to this day still. I don't know about the future, but right now, as long as I've been alive, or years before me. In this country of the United States, we can speak about freedom. About religion. Or about faith. We have the freedom of religion. Okay? Something that we... We have we're blessed to have, okay. Freedom to speak about the faith, freedom to speak about uh, your beliefs. Uh, you're, it's not illegal to talk about God. It ain't illegal to talk about Jesus. It ain't illegal to talk about the Holy Spirit, for that matter. So this just isn't. It's, it's not an illegal thing, okay. So having the freedom to speak it, okay. The boldness, okay. Let's not get this confused of being arrogant or. Or, you know, high and mighty. Boldness is like an authority. Okay? So when I speak about speaking God's word boldness, that's just you speaking about things you understand or you know with assurance. Like you know this is what's going on. You understand what you're speaking about. No one can question your boldness because you're out there. And you're telling people, hey, this is what happened. I mean, they hadn't ask you, I mean, you have testimony, I'm sure. You can speak to them about that. Well, boldness, hey, this is what it is. That's good. Bold, are bold about that. You know? Very good stuff. And courage. Courage. do you have courage to speak God's word in your understanding I don't mean talk about things that you may have seen or may have heard that you don't understand you're speaking them because they're godly or you feel they're godly I'm talking about having courage to speak the word when no one else is willing to speak it and I don't mean putting yourself out there to get hurt or whatever I mean there are certain situations that may in fact be that way but what I'm speaking about is courage and like Someone's talking about something, and you can twist it, and you can make you can you have the courage to send it for God. No, 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 let me make this clear though God doesn't need a defense, Jesus doesn't need a defense, and the Holy Spirit does not need to make have a a defense. They are who they are without you defending them, but you definitely have your lines of decency about how far you let someone else speak about it or whatever, and they got to respect your. They got to respect you for that because if they're not speaking about it, then obviously you are. That means you're pretty being bold about it. And they have to respect that line where you're at. Okay? But having have courage to be able to stand up and say, hey, take it easy. Just take it easy. Okay? I'm not defending uh, God, but I don't want to hear all that nonsense. Okay? So just take it easy. You know, you know what I mean? And when they prayed, they prayed, they prayed, pray this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. However you pray, they prayed. The place in which they were assembled all together was uh, was shaken. The Holy Spirit was in there doing its thing. Okay. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, if you've ever been filled with the Holy Spirit, I'm not saying you have, but those who are listening and so forth. If if you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, you know doggone well what that's like. It's over-consuming. You lose your common sense or general sense. You lose it. You have you lose functions. You lose your brains. Usually, it goes into a whole bunch of uncontrollable laughter because that's what I did when I get locked in the spirit. Ooh, laughter, and it's con- it's highly contagious. Make something clear to you. He's speaking to me right now. God is not to be put on a billboard. And God not to be tempted. Okay. God is unquestionably bigger than COVID-19. Of course he is. But COVID-19 is the unseen unpredictable evil of today's modern era so much so that people are fearful corporations are fearful and other big wig dogs in them that control the finances of this country are fearful because they can't see it they can't diagnose it with assurance of what's going on. They know what. And I was, I've been seeing articles about. Other things regarding Kobe. People are just losing their minds about. How they tell people this and that. The most. Unpredictable evil. To hit the world. Okay. I put a post out there recently. Saying that. Summer is going to be just insane. People are going to be doing anything, okay? But what happens when the winter hits? We have no answer to this. And there's not not going to be one. They're talking about a vaccine. That's supposed to be a worldwide known vaccine you can... Done. Reading the articles, you know that you know that chip thing is a, is becoming more and more of a reality. Okay. Point I'm trying to make to you is this: COVID-19 is extremely manageable obviously with a strong immune system I'm talking about weaknesses and all that if you're a decently moderately healthy person with no underlying conditions that are going to be too grave okay taking NyQuil vitamins airborne and other things help fight this very easy to fight Mind you, I'm not talking about people who are elderly who have weak immune systems or people who have gotten diagnosed with pre-existing medical conditions that have weakened their system. If you're moderately healthy and you take care of yourself and you take vitamins, this is preventable. Stay on it. Be vigilant, but you'll be fine. Clean mask you'll be fine this isn't AIDS guys this is a virus that moderately healthy people can keep being healthy if they just take care of themselves there doesn't need to be a vaccine for that if you take care of yourself keep clean and do the right things there doesn't need to be a, ve- a magical, you know, miracle vaccine to take care of because you're already taking care of yourself. It doesn't; re- it's not required. But the fear of those who don't take care of themselves and those who do do nasty and gross things and don't keep themselves moderately clean, of course, are going to be fearful. And they're fearful for their families and so forth because they know that they're not in good health. Of course, people. But you don't need a vaccine for something that a sanitizer, a mask, and regular immune system boosters, vitamins, minerals, airborne. Just saying. You don't need the vaccine for that. You just need to be clean. Take care of yourself. Wash your hands. It's not complicated. The Holy Spirit moves. You get lost in the spirit. It shakes because it's overflowing. Now you have the freedom, the boldness, and the courage. That the Holy Spirit is giving you to do what you do. The Holy Spirit gave you that 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 it's a remarkable thing. Unbelievable. And when they prayed, the place in which they were assembled was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they continue to speak the word of God. The word of God, people, they continue to speak it. With freedom, boldness, and courage. Okay. NIV version says, after they prayed. The place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And spoke the, the, the word of God boldly. English Standard Version says this. And when they prayed. The place in which they were gathered together was shaken. shaken. Or flowing. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Boldness. That they knew. KJV King James Version And when they prayed Had prayed The place was shaken Where they were assembled together And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost And began to speak the word of God with boldness 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 NLT Version After this prayer the meeting was shook And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit Then They preached the word of God with boldness. Every foundation is boldness so far. CSB. When when that prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with the Godly word boldly. Boldly. Guys. 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 Boldly. Holy Spirit give you boldness see how important that spirit is the Holy Spirit is, how important that tool is how important that defense mechanism is the Holy Spirit does this stuff, gives you courage boldness freedom 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 let's see Going through other translations to see anything different. Every translation so far has kept that boldness at the end. Boldness. Okay. The the Young's liberal translation says, and they all prayed and placed. Was shaking in which they all gathered together and they all filled with the Holy Spirit, and speaking the word of God with freedom. Okay, the white clip version says, "And then they prayed, and the place was moved in which they were gathered, and all filled with the Holy Ghost, and spoken the word with trust." Okay, the common English version says after they prayed, the place that they were gathered was shaken. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking God's word with confidence. Okay, the the Bible in basic English says, and when their prayer was ended, the place where they were violently moved, violently moved, and they all became full of the Holy Spirit, preaching the word of God without fear of New Century version is the same thing. They, they they go back to the whole. Uh, they spoke God's word without fear. The Message Bible talks about while they were praying, the place where they were meeting trembled. And shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and he speak God's word with fearless confidence. So, the boldness, fear courage, all that good stuff. Okay. So Acts four continues the story started in Acts three. Okay, Peter and John have healed a man. Born lame and preach that Jesus has risen from the dead, the Samaritan orders their arrest to teach the the, their arrest for teaching the resurrection. The Jewish officials warn Peter and John to stop speaking Jesus's name. That's persecution of the word of God. Peter and John refuse, but since they were committed to committed no crime, the Samaritan releases them. Peter and John, okay, Sheridan, okay, releases them. Peter and John return to their friends, and the Jesus followers pray for boldness in the place of growing persecution. The church continues to grow, sharing all their possessions, oh, sharing all their possessions, so that no one is in need. The Holy Spirit does that. As of right now, it is not illegal in America to speak the word of God. As of right now, other places across the world, there is people are dying for speaking the Word of God with their boldness. The Holy Spirit boldness. Okay? The Holy Spirit boldness. you got to understand, there's going to come a time in America that you're not going to be able to come to the altar, come to the people speaking that kind of boldness in the Word of God. It's going to come to an end. I mean, it it will come to an end. When that's going to happen, I don't know. But there will come a time in America where you will not be able to speak the Word of God without persecution and criminal act and that may happen sooner than later so as we have right now we can still do it speak it and and believe it but the Holy Spirit is the most vital tool of boldness, courage and freedom we have so yes you can be saved without it you can live your life without it but if you want to stand and you want to grow in the word and you want to be a successful Christian it is, it is imperative that the Holy Spirit become part of your life and be part of, part of who you are. Okay? Father, we thank you. The aftershock of the Holy Spirit is wonderful. And we thank you for this message. Pentecost is coming soon. And we just ask, Father, just to move on the lands. Move on the world. Move on things, Father. And make things happen. Let people know you exist. And let the Spirit, Holy Spirit just flow over the earth. We thank you, Father, for your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Check out our, our station, umolv.com That's our Unity Station. Positive music 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's really good music all day, all night. There's really good urban music. Positive. Inspirational. Urban inspirational. Okay? Um.com. Okay. People be well. If you need the, if you are seeking the Holy Spirit, I encourage you to do some research, find a church, um, look into it. Get baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's a beautiful thing, and it's going to help you through your walk. guarantee it. Okay, people? Ladies and gentlemen, you're loved. You're loved, and everyone here at the Blue Book just really wishes and hopes that you guys just day by day let God order your steps and take the wheel. It's a good thing having the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you. It's a good thing. Fear and respect God Follow Jesus And let the Holy Spirit flow Like a Russian river <laughs> Until next time Until next time And until next time Jesus Strong We'll never quit We'll never drop Till it's over with Stop, we'll never quit, we'll never drop until we said it's done. Thought that was it, right?